0: Hello.
1: Hello. How you doing?
0: Good. How are you?
1: Doing fine. <laughs> finally made it through, huh?
0: It took me a minute, but I got there.
1: <laughs> so how's your day going? How's your week going so far?
0: So far, so good.
1: Yes, and how's the weather out there in, um, in Las Vegas? Uh,
0: kind of cloudy, but kind of beautiful. Not too
1: hot. Okay, okay. No doubt. So, you are listed six four in height, am I correct?
0: Yes, yes, I am.
1: And what does that constitute when you wear heels?
0: Um, depending on how high my heels are, I reach about eight to uh well six nine
1: so 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 it's it's safe to say because you're a beautiful, tall woman that you probably get some of the worst tall pickup lines ever.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I always get. I'd like to climb that tree.
1: Yeah, I was going to say that because that's probably the always go to line for guys with that. It with is. tall women.
0: Yes. Oh yes. That is that is ninety nine percent of the the pickup lines I get right there.
1: Yeah, I'm pretty sure you attract a lot of attention. Um, definitely on the strip for real. Cause, I, like I said,
0: I avoid the strip a lot
1: because i'm pretty sure like when you walk in the room you really draw attention because like i said because your height and your beauty so it's kind of like a a a, a double positive
0: (laughs) yeah well also because of my because of my hair because i've got and
1: Mm. i've got a lot
0: of facial piercings that attracts a lot of attention too
1: yeah, which I think we, makes to you having a unique look and style, especially with pics and everything. And oh, yeah. Most definitely. So what I'm about to do, I'm about to do the uh, quintessentials for my show, and then we're going to get into this conversation. Okay, Miss Lake? Okay. All right, then. Hello, everybody. How you doing? Welcome to The Smoker's Lounge. I'm your host. You know who I am. Kavanaugh, the seventh champ, a.k.a. the porn rap star. You know the drill. If you want to see my porn, if you want to hear my music, one of my latest singles that's out right now, B.C. Bebop. You know, we yeah, we still do trap music in 2021 <laughs> and follow me on social media. Go to all my backslash porn rap star to find me and everything I do in one spot. Also, we are on Anchor, the perfect app for anybody who's trying to start their own, you know, podcast. All you got to do is download the app or go to Anchor FM and get yourself started. Go get your own profile and the whole nine. Also, we are sponsored by the Facebook of the LS community. I'm talking about LSworld.com. So go over to LS World dot com today. Get yourself a profile. Mingle and interact with people that might have the same things as you. Find events in your area that you might could attend. And see what else crazy, kicking, adventures you might get into. So go to LSWorld.com and get your free card. And also, be a proud, proud member of the GW District Black Podcast Network. That's right. You can go over to GW District dot, shop District dot com and listen to over 15 black creators. Great podcasts, going from sports to whatever, which is everything. So, Go to And while you're there, you also have the opportunity to buy product from over a thousand black retailers. We're talking about jewelry, fashion, beauty, uh, audio books, books, you name it. They got it. And you talk you talk about selection for over a thousand black retailers. And if you're a black retailer, you listen to this podcast, you can go over there and get yourself a profile also. So go to shopgwdistrict.com, buy black, support black businesses, build a black economy so we can build generational wealth. Now I'm going to step out the way and let this lady introduce herself.
0: everybody, I'm Amazon Lee. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> what else to say other than that.
1: <laughs> so, So how long have you been in the business?
0: I'm actually brand new to the business.
1: Okay, okay. Okay, so I'm talking to a a complete rookie. Okay, then. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Okay, so what got you into doing the business?
0: Well, I've always been in the swing lifestyle for the last, uh, we'll say, 15 years. Okay. Roughly. Um, Mm. And, well, I got into a really crappy relationship, and I got cheated on, and, well, I figured why give it away for free to people who when I can, you know, share it with people who will genuinely appreciate it.
1: True that, true that, true that. So, where was your first experience into the lifestyle?
0: Um, <laughs> I was actually at a pool hall, and um my friends introduced me to a guy I really liked, and mm. he invited me to the green door. Oh, And I met a bunch of people there. We didn't have sex the first time. Um, He just introduced me to everyone and I had no idea what it was. Um, Mm -hmm. And then I realized what it was and I'm like, wow, this place is great. I can, I can, I can enjoy myself and no one judges me. Yeah. Like I'm all about, you know, sharing love Mm -hmm. in any capacity. And if you want to have free sex and you want to, you know, types of sex like i'm all for that Mm -hmm. and that's what i got to do it was an adult playground and it was great and i realized how much and then that branched out into me meeting other people and going other places and it just expanded my horizons from there
1: Mm -hmm. so where in the journey did porn fall into the equation
0: um I was actually at the green door and I, they had this, um, it was, uh, Oh God, how do I explain it? It was like this introductory to meeting a porn star. And, um, she was there and she would answer questions that people had. And then, um, they would just talk. And Mm -hmm. I, after all that, she would sit down at the, um, bar they had downstairs at the time and i sat down with her and we just talked like normal people i found out she's a soccer mom and she just did normal shit and i Mm like i love that i love that she was a normal person and that was her job you know Mm
2: -hmm. and
0: i like normal people that do normal shit that their (laughs) extracurricular activities are extreme
1: (laughs) yeah actually they're the the funniest people to be around
0: they are. They really, really are. Like, I like that her job didn't define who she was as a person. It was a job.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, yes, I do this, but I'm also, I'm also a total nerdy mom. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm also, I'm also a wife. And, and I do things for my husband. And, you know, like, I live every day. I go to the grocery store like a normal fucking person.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I love that. And she just kind of like shed a whole new perspective on adult work. And okay. so that was my first glimpse into it. And then I, I, it totally changed my mind and I met a couple other um, people that did adult work and it just kind of blossomed from there.
1: Mm-hmm. So shoot, so when you did your first shoot, um, your first boy girl shoot, How was it? How nervous you was? And, you know, give us, you know, a picture of your first boy-girl shoot, first porn shoot.
0: So this is going to be a shocker. I've only done (laughs) amateur things. Um, Mm -hmm. My first legitimate porn shoot won't be till the June 5th.
1: Okay. I mean, even on the amateur tip. The first time um, you did your, your first boy girl amateur your first boy girl
0: amateur. I was kind of nervous. I was like, okay, like you know, like we we talked about what we were gonna do and how we were gonna do it, mm-hmm. and um it was professional, like it was somebody who's done you know other stuff, but
2: mm-hmm.
0: it was laid back, and you know like i I felt very comfortable. And I was like, I you know, I'm good at this. I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna lie, I'm good at sex. And
2: <laughs> and,
0: and I know what sure. I'm doing. I'm
1: pretty sure of it.
0: So I'm I'm not afraid of abilities. I'm just I'm very self conscious to a certain degree. of um,
2: mm-hmm.
0: what I look like, but then I realize people like what I look like. So why should mm-hmm. I be so self conscious about it?
1: Yeah, true.
0: And so after having my mind put at ease that, you know, okay, peop, you know, he finds me attractive and, you know, he actually wants to sleep with me. Mm-hmm. It's not just a job to him. I'm okay with it. And mm-hmm. it was, it was laid back mm-hmm. after I got the first initial jitters out.
1: So so, so with that being said, when you work with a male talent, I call this pre-care. It's the things that male talents, producers or what have you, do, say, movement, what have you, vibe, if you want to call it, they have that helps the female relax and become comfortable in doing the shoot. What are some of the things that help you relax that guys can do, you know, period? There are male talents that you might end up working with. Um, I'm,
0: I'm one for a corny joke. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I am one for a corny joke. I, I, I'm very lighthearted, and I, I don't take things too seriously. Mm-hmm. You know, I like, I like to play and and be silly. And if things get too serious, it makes me uncomfortable.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I want to be able to enjoy my time. I mean, yeah. yes, I know it's work, but if you can't have. A good time it's almost pointless true because we all got into this because we enjoyed what we were doing
1: so yes which is very true because to me i you having sex so regards the fact it's going to feel good exactly and and it, it, like I said before, it's to me with a shoot, the perfect shoot is it's business gets done, but you're having fun and you have enjoyment while doing it. You know, for, I hate, I, trust me, I hate people that just sit there just so damn serious on set. like, God, they shoot, they so tight, they can sit there and you can put a piece of coal in their ass and a diamond pop out. It's just that they're how tight ass they are. <laughs> it, it,
0: exactly. That's why I like a good joke. You know, like let's make it lighthearted. Let's let's get some chemistry going. Let's have some yeah. fun with it.
1: Yeah, most definitely. So with you, the, the film that you've been doing, um, what's some of the fetishes you do and shoots that you do that outside of boy girl shoots?
0: Um, I'm I'm big in the kitchen. I I am I'm all about doing things in the kitchen and mm-hmm. like naughty things in the bathroom so like nobody hears you or nobody sees you you know and sneaky things
1: mmm mm, I like that <laughs> most definitely so how do you come up with different type scenes to keep stuff fresh variety?
0: Um, and variety
1: and what be your inspiration to, when, when you come up with them scenes your muse or what have you
0: um again I'm, I'm, a, I'm a baker by trade I, that's what I do
1: Mm
0: -hmm. So therefore, I'm always thinking of, well, you know, I could probably put this in my vagina. (laughs) 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 That's, I'm not, that's, that's where I go with it is I'm like, Hmm, you know, Mm -hmm. like I'm baking and I'm like, Oh, wait, this could be, this could be fun. Mm -hmm. Or, or I'm, I'm, cleaning up my house and I'm like, "Oh wait, this is the perfect opportunity to sneak away and do something naughty." You know? Mm-hmm. Like, I look kind of hot in my in 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 my new pajamas. Like, maybe I should go be bad, you know? Like mm-hmm. <laughs> And it's it's just you know, whatever strikes me.
1: So, what vehicles do you use to make your money in in this in in, in this sex trade? Like, for example, the webcam sites, Meet greets, what have you. What what you know say what part of the spectrum do you follow?
0: I, I don't have a particular. Um I use my OnlyFans is my is my main one. Um I'm trying to get into mini vids mm-hmm. and I do I do meets.
1: hmm hmm So like I said, I notice a lot of girls say that they don't do meetups. Um and I feel I'm always a, a Firm believer that ladies that do it all make the most money. Um, one, why do you do meetups? And two, if you did do meetups, how much would that cut out your profitability?
0: Um, well,
1: (laughs) that's why this is called Smoke This Over. I give, I I make, I make them think.
0: I do meetups because I mean, I like to. I'm personable. I like to meet people. I enjoy making that connection with, I like to be tangible. Mm -hmm. I feel that it's important. Like, yes, I mean, some people feel the illusion of, you know, being unobtainable is, is what makes it, you know, that much better. But at the same time, I want to be someone that you can potentially get your hands on, mm-hmm. I think it's cool, yeah. And that's what I go for.
1: Mm-hmm. So now, shoot, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh no, go ahead. No, no, go <laughs> ahead, go ahead. I want you to finish. This is about you. This ain't about me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I was gonna. I, you you were gonna ask me something, so let me answer what you were gonna ask me.
1: Oh, okay. Then most definitely, most definitely. So with you being six four how How much of an advantage is that for you in this business because um, from my experience, you answer tall girls they do get off in this business happy, so where have you noticed the advantages of being six four give you in this business
0: Mitch, it's um that i get a i get really fetishized, you know and a word but you know. <laughs>
1: It, it's it's is all that, good. We, 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 we ain't politically correct on this show. Go ahead. It,
0: it's going to be a word today. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's, I, I get people that are really into it. People that like um, to be crushed. People that want to be sat on. People that want to be stepped on. You know, people that are into really big feet or things of that nature.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I get a lot of specific clientele.
1: I see what you're saying. So how does that specific clientele, when you have specific clientele, how did that really help you, like I said, as far as, far as profit? Because when you have specific clientele, does that mean that means that you can charge a little bit more for um, the stuff that you're doing because it's specific for that genre? Or do you, you, you get what I'm trying to say?
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I can ask. I I potentially could ask a lot more.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: but I try to be reasonable because it's unfair to be like, Oh, you have a specific fetish and I'm just going to charge you out the ass. Mm -hmm. I I try to be, you know, fair in, in my prices. Mm -hmm. um, Because I don't think that just because you have a specific interest that you should be overcharged for.
2: True. True.
0: But I do think that because I fit a specific standard that I should be you know, compensated for my you know the interest you have in me, mm-hmm. but it does it does make me a good amount of money.
1: Yeah, I, I can believe that. So you being new in the business, you ain't been in the business long, and I noticed you said that you had an, an OnlyFans. You had a you uh, try and get a mini vid. When did you figure out it's important to have my stuff on as many platforms as possible and please explain to my listeners why that is important
0: Um I learned early on that it was uh important um from a friend of mine uh, <clears throat> you I think you actually interviewed her uh Princess Gemini Yeah And um she she's really helped me in the business um given me a lot of tips and and everything like that And, um, I I realized that one platform is good, but more is better Yes. that you, you can, what I can sell on one platform, I can sell on another and double Mm -hmm. and doubling is, you know, it's, it's like a two for one sale. Like we all love a two for one sale. Well, if I sell on two platforms, I double my money.
1: Yeah. More, more, more bullets in the gun.
0: Exactly, exactly.
1: <laughs> so, so with now, since you mentioned Precious Gemini, how is important mentoring, having someone that to mentor you and someone show you the game helped you in moving forward being a newbie?
0: It's so important. It is. I mean, I would be lost without her and she's finding a mentor that's genuine. That's not just going to try to screw you over is so important. Because, I mean, I can call her with like the littlest questions and she- so much. She's like, this is what I do. I can do it this, this, or this way. You know, she gives me advice and leads me, but lets me make.
1: True, true, true. Yeah, because trust me, I had mentors when I got the business. They taught me a lot. And the rest I had to do by trial and error. So. <laughs>
0: yeah, excuse me. She gives me the option to trial and error. You know, she, mm-hmm. she leads me to the water, but she doesn't make me drink. If, you know. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I I totally believe that. So now you mentioned your uh your significant other. Now, how tall is he?
0: Um, I actually don't have a significant other.
1: Oh, my bad. I thought you had a boyfriend. Never mind. Uh- <laughs> nope,
0: no, I am I am free, 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 free.
1: Okay. So with that being said, what's some of the things that you ran into? As far as it dating, when it comes to you, not only being in the point business, but also being in the swinging lifestyle.
0: I found it extremely hard. Um, people tend to be very insecure
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, or they don't like to adhere to rules that we have like as as partners have set.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: They want me to adhere to the rules. That we've we've put together, but they think that it's okay to deviate from said rules. Mm-hmm. And I don't, and that's not okay. And I don't put up with it.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I can believe that.
0: And it's, I mean, I try to be very respectful of my partner. Let them know that you know they're number one, and you know mm-hmm. what I do for a living is not what I'm bringing home to them Mm -hmm. and they a lot of the time can't um tell a difference they they don't understand the difference which is
2: hard
1: but why do you think it's it it, why you think that why you think why you think it's like that
0: um people have a hard time compartmentalizing
1: Mm. Oh, explain. Get well.
0: <laughs> okay. <so clears throat> I can I can I compartmentalize my job as a job mm-hmm. and my home life is home life. Now, like when I'm when I'm with somebody, I can kiss them passionately. When I am working, I will not kiss whoever my co-star is because okay. I preserve that for my relationship. Mm-hmm. Because I find that to be a matter of respect. And things of that nature. And I make sure there's certain things that I do in my relationship that I do not do for work. Mm-hmm. So I can make sure there's a difference and that you know that I do certain things specifically for you.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Out of respect and caring and love, you know, all that good stuff. And again, we discuss those specific rules. hmm you know, and, and they can be whatever, like, oh, I don't want you to do this or I don't want you to do that. And I'm like, OK, well, that goes for you, too. If you're going to if you're going to play with somebody else, I don't want you to do this, this or this. You know, mm-hmm. and. When and that's the way I compartmentalize is that there are certain things I don't do, do during scene that I do for my partner.
1: And see, you actually did a great segue because that's definitely, definitely gonna ask you the importance of discussing boundaries before a shoot. Um please explain to people how important it is, be it that especially coming from the perspective of someone that's new to the business.
2: Now,
0: okay, so I'm I'm extremely into BDSM. I I I'm I've been coined a pain slut.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I'm a dog. So so that's music to my ears. But go ahead.
0: So, um, but it, at the same time, you, I've learned that I have to very much discuss boundaries, safe words, safe gestures, because occasionally I have a ball in my mouth and I can't use my safe word because I can't speak. hmm so you have to discuss safe words, safe gestures, um, you know, like soft for when you need to ramp it back a little bit,
1: when mm-hmm. you need
0: to stop immediately, things of that nature. Um, and that has really transpired into, honestly, all aspects of my life, being able to communicate better. Um, but you need to know your limits. What is you know, totally acceptable to do what Mm. your hard limits are and, you know, things that you will not accept Mm -hmm. things that you're willing to try, but you can't promise will be okay.
1: So be it that you being a BDSM life, like you said, your personal life, how does, how does that empower you to I'm trying. I'm trying to put it the best. Way. I'm trying to I'm trying to formulate what I'm trying to say. How is it in your personal life, being that you in BDSM, and part of BDSM is boundaries. How that constitute and falls over to your personal life. You get what I'm coming from? Yeah. Because, like for example, you had the situations with the TI was going with time, the thing with Joe Button. You feel what I'm saying? Where females in very sticky situations. And they're kind of scared to mention their boundaries prior to the situation. So can you speak upon that?
0: Um, very honest and blunt because I'm not going to get myself hurt. And mm. if you don't speak your mind, you get hurt. That mm. both goes for your vanilla life to your your job. And that I mean, I'm not talking about just you know adult work. I'm talking about day jobs, normal vanilla. Jobs. If you don't speak up, you know, squeaky wheel gets the grease. Closed mouths don't get fed. You know, you've got Reach. to, you know, speak your mind. And if something doesn't sit well with you, you should say so. If you're uncomfortable with a situation, you say so. Because if you don't, then it can really go south.
1: Yeah, that is so true. Because, like, I, because like even with me... Even before we even meet, I ask you over the phone, what's your boundaries? What's your hard limits and, and stuff? Because to me, that's something that as a male talent, Dom what have you producer, you want to know ahead of time so that you can drill it in that male talent's head, or you know ahead of time so you know what seems to be appropriate for that shoot.
0: Yeah, because it can it can literally make or break your career because let's say, you know, you don't open your mouth about something that's that's a trigger for you you know if you have Mm -hmm. some sort of ptsd and they do that and you allow it to happen and it's so traumatizing to you that it ends your career that you don't want to perform anymore Mm. and it's all because you didn't speak up
2: yeah
0: it's a big deal it can affect your mental health
1: Hmm. So, yes, that is so true, and it's funny because it's Mental Health Month. So, <laughs>
0: <laughs> I feel like it's always Mental Health Month, and yeah. it's not just from—it's not just for women. That goes—that goes as well as men too.
1: True, because a lot of men will sit there and take uh, a lot of shit. I remember when uh, Javon Jordan was being called nigga on set, and my 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 function was, well, why didn't you say something to him from jump? It shouldn't take sixteen niggas for you to see it and tell the you don't call me nigga. You hear know what I'm it, saying? <laughs> exactly.
0: Or or you know, being you know, like don't please don't do that. Yeah. You know, I mean some people it's a turn on. Some people it's a trigger. Some people mm-hmm. just don't like it, you know? Yeah. People that just that aren't sure if they like it or not. So, you know, softly is one thing, hard is the other. So people really need to speak up. It's a it's and it's far too overlooked.
1: Yes, it is. So, where on the BDSM spectrum do you fall? Dom or sub? And then from which one, what type?
0: I am honestly a switch. I, okay. I can I can dom, I can sub. Um, I find myself subbing a lot. Mm-hmm. But when I'm feeling real frisky, I do mm-hmm. dom. <laughs> um, <laughs>
1: And what kind of dog do 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 you become?
0: Um,
1: what I'm mistress a sadist. are you? I say this, yeah, because he, he it would make sense because you're a pain slut, so he, you probably wouldn't mind giving pain.
0: Yeah, I, I, yeah, not a lot. I'm not too too much into pain. Like I'm not gonna really abuse anyone, yeah. but a little bit, yeah, you know? biting, a little pinching, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah, there's nothing wrong with a biting and a little pinching.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> or sorry, spanking.
0: I'm, I'm, uh, yeah, a lot of spanking. A lot of spanking.
1: Oh, yeah. But, oh, yeah.
0: But I keep it on the low end of the spectrum.
1: Yeah. Yeah, because because I tell people, when it comes to BDSM, especially when it comes to porn, uh, authenticity is very key. So if you do not practice it, it's not going to look authentic on, on camera
0: exactly
1: yeah so th- to me that that's why I, I tell people stick in your
2: lane
1: <laughs> true, true, unless true. you're a good actor <laughs> or actress <laughs> so so with that being said um with you being in vegas um and be it that is like a in many ways a porn hub um how close knit is the Vegas community, and how have have you tried to navigate the porn community of Vegas?
0: Um, well, since I'm brand new, it's kind of new to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I know more about the the swinger community, mm-hmm. um, which is pretty tight knit. Like we're we're all it's hard okay. to, it's hard pressed to find somebody who doesn't know somebody else. Mm-hmm. It's a uh, I'm not gonna say seven degrees of separation. It's more mm. like three degrees of separation
2: <laughs>
0: from one to the other. It's like yeah. Oh, yeah, you know that person. I was like, no, but I know this person who knows that person.
1: <laughs> yeah, you
0: yeah, know, it's, it's 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 pretty. It's a, we're a pretty close community.
1: Yeah, because because I figured it's probably a lot to do out there on the lifestyle side of things in the BDSM side because, like I said, I mean, here, there's, there's one dungeon that I know of, and that's in Fayetteville. That's 45 minutes away.
0: Oh, man.
1: <laughs> so, I it, 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 it heard the glory hole is in Fayetteville. So, it's kind of like it, it's kind of like when, like, Vegas, New York, I think to me have I haven't heard too much about San Francisco, which I'm pretty sure they got it but I always hear about Vegas, and New York. They're they're seen for, for lifestyle.
0: Yeah, like they, I know Vegas. Like every every um, place you go has a dungeon and a glory hole. If not, oh my two, god!
1: All right, where's your favorite spot in Vegas to go to?
0: Um, I really don't have one.
1: And I want my first experience. Where would you take me?
0: Where would I take you? Um, shit. Uh. See that's a hard one. Okay. Because if you're really looking to play, play, mm-hmm. I might take you to PWS. Okay. That's that's got it's got a lot of a lot of people. Um, it's it's more of a younger crowd and a mm. lot of new people. Um, there's also risque. Risque's got um, it's a it's a more mature scene, but they mm. do a lot of good play. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't have as many, um, like they don't have a dungeon or anything like that, which is kind of a bummer. Um, Hmm. if you're going for the novelty scene, the green door is a lot of fun. Like they have all the amenities. They have, um, like sex chairs. They have a whole dungeon. They have rooms. They have sex swings. They've got all kinds of shit. See,
1: that's what I'm talking about.
0: It's a full playground of funness. (laughs)
1: <laughs> he says the Disney World of BSM. It,
0: it really is. It really, really is. But it's also very commercial. Mm-hmm. It depends on how much of, of intimacy you'd want. Like mm-hmm. I'd have to, you'd have to let me know what you're looking for specifically for me to take you to a different place. Yeah. Because each each um place provides um a different experience.
1: That's serious. So that's what I'm talking about. So um like I said, you being like I said, new, I know I keep saying that, but no, it's part to help with the question. So people don't don't kill me for it. Right, Uh, right. I don't mind.
2: I'm
1: new. I'm new new. Uh the one thing is when you thought about branding yourself, because it's, branding is a part of this business, whether people want to accept it or not, what was your thought process and the thought process that you went through to what would make Amazon Lee?
0: Um, well, so, so my, my hairdresser used to call me his Amazon all mm. the time. And he used it in a loving term. And then he Mm -hmm. he transformed it. He's like, you're so glamorous. You're my Amazon, my glamorous Amazon. You're my glamazon. Mm -hmm. And then when I was younger, people always used to make fun of me and call me an Amazon. Mm -hmm. And I figured I'd be good. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: And then I'm a baker. And my friend goes, you're better than Sarah Lee. So I'm like, why not just be Amazon Lee? Because mm. my cakes are better,
1: <laughs> and there you go. The tagline, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's the tagline right there. Because my, my, my cakes, cakes are, are better. better and better. See, see, that's what I'm talking about. So, what size is your ass and your hips?
0: I've never measured.
1: You never measured,
0: I've never measured. You make me want to go get the ruler out of the other room.
1: because <laughs> you got a nice one. That was, I'm pretty sure that's one of your your selling points is the booty.
0: Y- yep. You know what? We're going. We're going in the other room right now. That's what we're oh. gonna do. Look what you done did.
1: You see? See, I just started something.
0: <laughs> you just started some shit
1: on the smokers lounge. She is okay. going to get the measuring tape to so officially we're find it.
0: out right now
1: the circumference. Of her ass. Exactly. Stay tuned.
0: Hold <laughs> on one second. Now. And because, like I said, second mm-hmm. fifty-six and three fourths.
1: Yeah, she's fifty inches and better. Yep. She qualifies, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> and how big is your, your top?
0: My top? i measure that, too.
1: You should know that with your bra.
0: No, because if we're going in inches, um, I'm a 38 to a 40.
1: Okay. And what cup?
0: Um, double D. Almost a
1: triple D. So she got ass and titties. I trust. See, say no more. See, there you go. <laughs> yeah, because I can't think of the other lady. I cannot figure. Yeah, uh, Superdome. That's her name. She was. I can say your predecessor to you, because she was. I think a good about six one, six two. I think even six three. Had a huge ass and stuff. So. Uh, <laughs> And everything. And like I said, with you coming in, you coming in, like I said, it, it, when I first started in the business, it was a lot of companies that shot BBWs and, and females of that size. So, when it comes to you finding male talent, do you have a hard time finding male talent? Um. Be it that I know Vegas is about skinny girls, so.
0: It's hard to find male talent that isn't intimidated. Hmm. Because a lot of them are, they're of average male height, which I'm above average height for a man. So finding, I mean, that's
1: obvious. I mean,
0: <laughs> yeah. well, I, I mean, so that's there, the elephant in the room, right there. Like you're too tall.
1: Oh my goodness! I'm sorry. That it it. I always said this i always want i always wanted to shoot with a female that was well over six feet and a fitness model because it to me I would think that a guy it would be the wonderfulst challenge to be able to bang the back out of a six four a six a female that's six four inches you know what i'm saying six four a tall woman you know period if you can handle that dude you can handle anybody. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying because that's a lot of women to handle. I don't care what nobody says.
0: Oh, yeah. So, I, and so, I'm and I most definitely am a lot of women to handle.
1: Yeah. So, and they literally say to you that they, they, you're too tall.
0: Oh, yeah. I get it all the time. You're too tall. You, I, um, I have a, a gentleman friend who's like, you'd be the perfect woman to marry, except for you're just too tall. <laughs> Everything about you is perfect except for your height. I'm like, I'm sorry you didn't eat your vegetables and your Wheaties, and I'm a foot and some change taller than you.
1: So I know y'all get the question, did you play sports in, in high school or uh, middle school or anything?
0: So the only sport I did, um, I was a competitive swimmer all throughout high school.
1: I can see that because you're long and lanky. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, damn, so you could See I I I, I, I uh, 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 <laughs> uh I'm about to say, wait a second, she, she compared to swimmer, I mean she can hold her breath out this motherfucker. Okay. Oh,
0: hell yeah, I can.
1: Okay, so so that means male talent, y'all missing out because her deep throat game is probably awesome.
0: And I ain't had no complaints.
1: Because <laughs> <She>, <laughs> that's some navy SEAL shit. <laughs>
0: I mean, I've been told why don't I pulling sheets out of my ass? Why can't I feel my legs? You know? Yeah. <laughs> why is my dick numb?
1: <laughs> see, that what I'm, <laughs> see, that's what I'm talking about. So all right, Miss Lady. So tell everybody where they can find you, where they can purchase your content, and what you got um, coming up.
0: Um, well, I have an event coming up in June. And so all that content will be available probably around the 9th of June after I shoot it. Okay. Um you can find all my content as of right now on OnlyFans at mm-hmm. Amazon Lee with 3 E's. Mhm. And that's about it. You can also find me on Twitter and Instagram.
1: See? There you go. This is a, a, a lady. She ain't been in the business long, but some tell me she's going to have a career that's going to definitely be strong. I hope so. <laughs> Most definitely, because because, like I said, you have a look that really stands out on top of the fact that you're tall. You know what I'm saying? So and to me, that's a recipe for success. That's what I'm that's- going for is a recipe for success.
0: And I'm a baker, and I know
1: all about recipes. Oh, most definitely, most definitely, and I hope I get the opportunity to definitely work with you for sure. Because I am planning to come out to Vegas one day, so you know, or if you make it to the, to the East Coast, because I'm telling you, they would love you on the East Coast. They would love I'm, you.
0: I hope I make it to the. I hope I make it out there.
1: I want to. Yeah, you need. You, you definitely need to hit New York, and definitely need to hit Atlanta. And you need to hit North Carolina where I'm at. So of course where I'm at, because I'm gonna put North Carolina in the I'm gonna put North Carolina in the mix. Hell
2: yeah. <laughs> hell, hell
1: yeah. Too. It's a part of the tour fellas. <laughs> Most definitely. Oh, and if they want to book you for a meet and greet, how they do that?
0: Um, you can find you can email me at uh dot Amazon Barbie702 <clears 702 throat> at Gmail.
1: Say it one more time.
0: At dot Amazon Barbie 702 at Gmail.
1: See, say no more. So, ma'am, I'm about to uh, close this out real quick. So, hold on one second before you go. I definitely enjoyed you coming. I definitely would like to bring you back for another episode so we can really talk it up because that's what I want to do with a lot of the ladies. But, and you're, you're a very entertaining um, interview. I enjoyed I'm it.
2: Why have you
0: found me entertaining? <laughs>
1: Yes, you you very entertaining and I see I'm gonna really be entertained by you when I finally meet you for sure.
0: Oh yeah, you <laughs> most definitely will.
1: Okay, then most definitely. Hold on. Life is a learned experience. What's the point of the experience? You didn't learn anything. Smoke that over. Thank you for coming by, Amazon. Hello?
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, I said thank you for coming by, baby girl. Oh,
0: thank you for having me. I appreciate you.
1: <laughs> All right, then take care.
0: Bye.